Ladies and gentlemen, weebs and weeblets, welcome to the manga section. Sit back, relax, and grab your favorite drink as we jump into My Hero Academia Chapter 291. Thanks for going strong. Alright, whoo-wee. After what was arguably like one of the hottest, no pun intended, chapters of My Hero Academia last week, Horikoshi comes at us with another one this week. Oh boy. So we've got a lot to jump into uh, in this chapter this week. But first, I want to go ahead and say that we will be on break next week. So the next episode will be out on November 30th, if my schedule holds correctly. Just wanted to just wanted to put that out there so when there's no episode next week, nobody flips out. It's fine. Uh, since there's no My Hero chapter next week, I'm going to take a week off. Uh, kind of like a Thanksgiving break, if you will. And then um, we will be back the following week, November 30th, to talk about 292 when that comes out. So just thought I'd let you guys know that. And also, got to give a little promo here at the beginning of the podcast. If you enjoy what we do here, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places podcasts can be found. And if you want to stay up to date with news and just knowing when new episodes drop, you can follow us on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast. So with all of that promotional crap out of the way, what a chapter this week. We get quite a bit of things and this week easily takes Endeavor who is a character that we all thought oh man he's kind of trash like we don't like Endeavor and through like this subtle character arc or maybe not subtle but like you know this character arc that Horikoshi has put Endeavor through over these last couple arcs of you know putting Endeavor as the number one hero and all this other stuff all culminated in this chapter of showing you that Endeavor is not the crappy person you think he is. And that was a little shocking even to me when I first read this chapter. So let's just go ahead and get into it. So our first page here, we see a young Toya Todoroki with white hair. So he does indeed have white hair. That's what it is. And it's confirmed as to be white. So it's not like just us, you know, speculating or freaking the frick out. No, it is indeed white hair so that's cool and you know this is endeavor kind of monologuing as we go into the chapter and he says that toya burned to death because he was in this sakoto peak and the fire burned at over 2000 degrees his body was never found the bones were reduced to ash and only a fragment of his lower jawbone was found so just going based off of this i'd like to know how he survived like did he fake his own death? Were like, cause you know, Dobby has the stitching on his arms and like, you know, his lower jawbone is completely stitched on. So it makes me wonder if like, yeah, maybe his lower jawbone did fall off and he had some serious reconstructive surgery to put himself back together. Or if he just kind of faked his own death to get out of the pressure that Endeavor was putting on him. So that that's still up in the air as of right now. So, but you know, Endeavor mentions that he he kept looking for Toya even after he disappeared and died. And it shows, you know, Endeavor kind of comments Toya didn't have any of the ice powers, but he did have fire that was greater than Endeavor's. So, Toya was a like Endeavor's original Todoroki. Like he didn't need Shoto at this point. It's how he felt. Like, yeah, maybe sure he wanted someone with the ice, the fire ice combination, but he was happy. And he says that 
in this chapter. And that really struck me in my core because, you know, he talks about how I still yearn for a child whose court combined fire and ice. My wife wanted more children saying they can encourage each other. And then Fuyumi, the second born who only has ice was born. And then Natsuo after that. And then Shoto. Endeavor says, neither child bore the ideal quirk I was hoping for, but at this time, I was happy all the same. Endeavor was not the same person as he was when we first saw him in My Hero. And that is incredible. Like, I I just, I don't know what to say to that other than Endeavor was happy with who he was and where he was at in life. And he was not like, yeah. As I said, you know, he was like, fire-ice combo? That would be cool. He wasn't upset. But then he continues on that he put all of his ambitions on Toya, which then, you know, to get Toya to be the one to surpass All Might, the same way he does to Shoto. So he wanted Toya to be the one to surpass All Might instead of Shoto, because Shoto hadn't been born yet. But He says, like, my frustration, my envy, the ugliness in my heart, you could have been the one to smash it all to dust. And technically, if you look at it, Dobby did kind of do that because Endeavor is almost incredibly humbled at this point. Because as we come back to the present day and out of flashbacks, Endeavor says, no, Toya's dead. No, No. And then Dobby comes back with, nope, I'm clearly alive. Which some of these, like, obvious lines... The way they've been written, like a couple of chapters ago, um, when All for One is like, look, a dead person. Like some of those lines just really get me. And this one, nope, I'm clearly alive. And that's the despicable truth. Yeah, that's crazy. And could like, I love seeing Endeavor's face so shocked and shut down. And like, after seeing Endeavor, this person who's been so angry and Er, er, I have to be the number one hero. And then he gets it and he slowly like gets that humbling as he becomes the number one hero. But now he is like wrecked, shut down. Like he couldn't beat Shigaraki. He had to let some kids do it. That's ego shattering in and of itself. But now your long lost son who you thought was dead is back and he's telling you all of these things. Yeah, Endeavor is like completely shocked. But it shows that he never gave up on Toya because... Even Dobby says, you know, you put together a whole agency together of fire and heat type quirks. You didn't even suspect me. Like, Endeavor really did make a whole agency based on fire quirks to try and draw Toya back. And it didn't work, but that's why he did it, was to bring Toya back. And I think, to me, that is, that really speaks to Endeavor's character in a way that I hadn't thought of before. So, as we move on. Apparently, the League of Villains didn't know all of Dobby's backstory, which makes sense because when he first introduced himself to Shigaraki, he introduced himself as Dobby and said, you can know my real name when it's time. And this is that time, even though Shigaraki still doesn't know because Shigaraki is unconscious and everybody's like, you need to wake up, Shigaraki. We need we need you to. Hey, 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 come back. We need you to we need you to tell Maki to get us out of here because we need to leave, which I have. I have a I have a new theory on how this war is going to play out. But I'll get to that in a little bit. So Mr. Compress says Dobby never spoke a word of this. And, you know, Spinner's like he kept it all hidden away. And Compress notes, my word, another with quite the bloodline. So I don't know if I'm missing something 
But who else in the league has a bloodline as significant as Todoroki? It's not Shigaraki because Shigaraki is not related to All for One. That's just like a mentor-student relationship. That's not like a father-son type thing. Kind of like All Might and Deku are almost father-son. So I don't know who else in the league would have quite the bloodline, unless this is referring to Hawks, which comes up a little later in the chapter. But I'm, I feel like Horikoshi is dropping a tiny little hint on here that someone else in the league is... Someone else in the league is hiding something from us that we don't know about yet. So, I don't know. But Endeavor is still denying the fact that uh, Dabi is Toya. And in the video... So, the interesting thing that I didn't pick up on last week was Dabi's monologue is switching back and forth from in-person, because he's in-person there with Endeavor and Shoto and everyone, but it's also switching to his video recorded essentially PowerPoint presentation on here's why hero society sucks. Yeah. It's like, he's switching back and forth. So on the screen, he shows DNA test 99.9% match. And he continues to convince people as to why he is Toya Todoroki. And he brings up like Endeavor kept making sure that their mom had kids. And then the fourth one, which this is something that hits very like the way it's worded. The fourth was someone most of you are familiar with, I think. Yes. At long last, Little Shoto was the successful creation. He uses the word successful creation, not favorite child or most important son. No, it's successful creation. Pointing out that up until, like, very recently, Endeavor did not look at Shoto as more than just a means to overthrowing All Might. He, like, he says it again, and he even abused that successful creation. I've seen him do it many times. So Toya was still there when Shoto was there, and then he disappeared. One thing I want to point out, though, is Horikoshi reused. I don't know if this was him or if it was the editor or whoever does it, but they reused the panels of Fuyumi in the classroom teaching and Natsuo seeing the broadcast on on the internet or whatever. And I don't like that they reused those because it kind of like they're the exact panels from last chapter. So that was kind of lame, but it's fine. So Dobby continues on. Endeavor doesn't have an empathetic bone in his body. At his core, he's addicted to the limelight. A man who wallows in his own small mindedness and self-importance. Is that the sort of person who should call himself a hero? And man, this is where things get interesting because the can't you see kid. From the end of season four, when Endeavor was fighting the high-end Nomu, is like, no, he's got to be lying. Which, this is the kind of thing you see on TV. Because when these kind of news broadcasts come out in real life, like, obviously, not to get political, but there's been a lot of political stuff with the election going on. This And it doesn't matter which side you're on, okay? It doesn't matter which side of the political spectrum you're on. You see the news and you're like, no way, this can't be real. This can't be true. Like, you immediately go into that sense of, denial and this can't be true that no they're lying like people aren't going to lose faith so the can't you see kid is going on about like we're not that freaking stupid and then Dobby pulls an uno reverse card on everyone and shows footage of hawks killing twice which it's very it's, it's kind of cool to see a different angle of hawks killing twice because we didn't when Hawks originally killed twice in, like, a long chapter ago. 
we only saw the front on and it was like there were flames enshrouding hawks behind him as the feather sword went into twice so we didn't really get to see like him actually do it it was very much speculated whether or not he was actually dead but now we know for sure he's dead and this is the kind of stuff that i like because in the next panel dobby shows footage from a hidden camera that was on him in that fight he shows like twice being a very sympathetic person who is acting in the sense of the way society defines a hero as i still gotta protect their happiness and like that's what he was going to do and then hawks took that away from him and he's kind of dobby is really flipping the card on like look heroes say they're protecting people but what about my friend who was a villain who was also trying to protect people what about him does he not matter is that like is it just because he's a villain he's essentially asking the same question Togo was asking and provoking society to think well if heroes can just kill people and we don't question it because it's in the name of quote-unquote justice are they really heroes so Dobby continues on to even slander Hawks who is unconscious right now and can't even defend himself but he brings up that Hawks Hawks's dad was a robber and a murderer a villain but his son Hawks was you know the number two hero and Endeavor captured Hawks's father, and that's how Endeavor and Hawks got brought together. So, and, and Dobby points out that Hawks killed Best Genist, which is gonna obviously be an issue here in a minute, but Haw or Dobby brings up that Hawks killed Best Genist, and then he says, I couldn't let that stand, which he makes it sound like it's his personal responsibility to expose hero society and be like, hey, look, heroes aren't that great. This is, you know, they're not that great. So he makes it sound like it's his personal responsibility and says, these twisted people with skeletons in their closets, they cover it all up with masks of justice, which when shown, when, when that is said after showing you footage of Hawks killing twice, that like hits the nail in the coffin. And he continues to go on like, you know, you people give them admiration and respect and approval. And that is what covers up the whole, like, mask of doing things that wouldn't normally be considered justice. And I want to point out, like, the the other kid standing with the can't you see kid says, can't you see, kid? This is bad news. Like, he whips that catchphrase back on him. And even that kid is like, yeah, I've I've given up faith in heroes over this. Like, this is too big of an expose. And I think at this point... The League of Villains and the, the Paranormal Liberation Front are more concerned about maybe not winning the battle, but they are trying to tear apart hero society. Like, they will go down, but they will bring hero society with them, which ultimately was their goal from the beginning. And then Shigaraki will just wake up with a fully healed body and all for one and take over what's left. That is the... I think that is the plan now. I think they know especially with best genus coming in at the end of the chapter i think they know that they're not gonna win the fight they will lose the battle but they will win the war because they have eroded so much trust away from hero society so i think that is where it's going but even then like the kid says anyone witnessing all this would have to be stupid not to lose faith right and dobby utters the chapter title thanks for going strong up until now endeavor and Endeavor is just like, he's, 
he's frozen. Like, he's not moving. And Shoto calls out to him and says, you need, you need to protect Midoriya and everybody else. I'll fight Dobby so you can just watch them. And Endeavor doesn't move, and he starts yelling at Endeavor. So it seems like he is kind of protecting his, his dad, and I think that's cool. But poor, poor Shoto has tears in his eyes. I feel so bad for him. Like, he has to continue to fight while also having, like, all of this family expose drama just dropped on him at once. That's, that's something. I, man, I just feel bad for Shoto, and I am really interested to see where he goes at the end of this at the end of this arc, like, what is going to happen? Like, what, there is a lot of fallout still to come from the end of this chapter. Like, even Shoto says, worry about the rest later. Like, we are essentially just taking all of this family drama, crushing up, crushing it up into a ball and chucking it behind us. Be like, we'll deal with it later because we need to focus on the fight. So, and Endeavor points out at the time I, I kept searching for you, he was still looking for Toya. Like, he never gave up on Toya, even though it seemed like he did. And I think that's very heartwarming, very touching, and I love that. Um, but Dobby jumps off of Machia, and he's coming towards everybody with a flash fire fist. And then a prominence, I would assume a prominence burn is what he was going to do. But he goes dot, dot, dot. Because, ladies and gentlemen, our favorite denim hero, best genus, is back. This man knocks down Machia, which really speaks to how strong best genus is. Because not even, like, the 1A kids could knock down Machia that well. And Best Genus just slams Machia into the ground. And he ties up Dobby and he says, apologies for the delay. As of today, Best Genus is back on duty. So, Best Genus is not dead. And that's good. I really want to see him interact with Bakugo. Not because, not just because, you know, I want to hear Bakugo's hero name. But because, you know, I, I, I really want to see Best Genus, like, tend to Bakugo who did that self-sacrificial thing, which is something he would have learned from Best Genist. So, and Bakugo also has like this admiration for Best Genist, even though he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to mention it because he doesn't like mentioning that he cares about people directly. So yeah, Best Genist shows up, saves the day. Wow, what a way to leave us on a cliffhanger, wondering what is going to happen because Best Genist is here now. And well... We have to wait two weeks for a new chapter. So that's fun. So, yeah, I am really interested to see where this goes. I think Best Genist is going to be maybe enough to turn this tide back in the side of the heroes. Because had he not shown up, Shoto and Dobby would have fought. And I think Shoto would have lost that one. And that would have incapacitated our quote-unquote big three of Class 1A. And that could have been very interesting to have all three of them incapacitated to some degree. But now that Best Genus is here, I think Shoto's not going to have to fight and he'll be able to turn the tide back in the side of the heroes and maybe they'll be able to clutch out this war. I'm not entirely sure. I'm still kind of skeptical. I, I honestly think it could go either way at this point. So who's to say we will wait two more weeks to find out what is going on with My Hero Academia, the war arc. But... For right now, this is where I'm going to end this week's episode of the manga section because I don't really have much more to say because I kind of said all of it as we were going. But thank you again for listening. As I said in the beginning, there will be no episode next week. We are going to be on break until November 30th. That is when you can expect the new episode. But if that were to change, 
you should follow the podcast on Instagram at the nerdiest podcast. I will post any updates if the episode gets delayed or whatever's going on with the, the manga section and the nerdiest podcast are both on there. So if you did enjoy this episode of the manga section, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple podcasts and anywhere podcasts can be found. You can also check me out on Twitter at Nick underscore films. And I hope to see you guys in two weeks for my hero academia chapter 292. Peace.